Welcome to another episode of Game Changers Podcast. I'm Jack Fury, giving you a recap of a wild weekend of sports in the five minutes of Fury. In the Australian Open, Rafael Nadal reigned supreme. 21 Grand Slam titles positioning himself atop the tennis world ahead of both Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic. But it didn't come easy for the Spaniard, who overcame a two-set deficit to defeat Daniil Medvedev in the finals. So we fast forward to set number three, and Medvedev leads two sets to none. 3-2 in the third, and Nadal serves love 40. However, the sheer determination and grit by the all-time fighter, Rafa Nadal, comes back from two sets down and wins it in five. A true champion, and a look to add to his total at his favorite, Roland Garros, in the French Open. On the PGA Tour, Luke List won in a playoff over Will Zalatoris to secure his first career win at the Farmers Insurance Open. List catapulted the field with a 6-under-66 on the famed Torrey Pines South course. Zalatoris, a co-leader after 54 holes, played a steady 1-under-par 71 to hold off the likes of John Rahm and Jason Day and forced the playoff. However, a 13-hole par train Choo-choo by Zalatoris proved not to be enough as Luke List tucked an all-time shot to just a foot away on the 73rd hole on the 18th at Torrey Pines. List gets it done as Zalatoris continues his impressive start in his second year on the PGA Tour. In college basketball, we start the Pick'em Review. Last week, we jumped into Lawrence, Kansas, College Game Day, the Blue Bloods, KU versus UK, Bill Self versus John Calipari. It was rock, chalk, Jayhawk, upset KU. Upset KU, down go the Jayhawks. It was KU, but it was more like KO because the Wildcats knocked out the Jayhawks from their own court. Keon Brooks totaled 27 points, and Shibari, a man amongst boys, tacked on 17 points and 14 boards for the Cats. Calipari's crew jumped the Jayhawks and won 80-62 at Fog Island Fieldhouse as part of a SEC win over the Big 12 in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. In Game 2 from West Lafayette, it was the Boilers versus the Buckeyes. And the Purdue Boilermakers had the trains going early. And with only 14.39 to go, had a 20-piece 52-32 lead as Mackey Arena was going wild. It was jumping. And then came the Buckeyes. A triad of Buckeyes. Cedric Russell, Malachi Bronham, and E.J. Liddell, the three-headed monster, carried the Buckeyes back into the game. It was Russell with a couple clutch shots. Jay's... Three-pointers, you name it, he had it. And then came Brondaham, nine straight before E.J. Liddell, the man, the leader, the Liddell. He came to play eight straight, including an ice-in-his-veins three to tie the ball game until Jaden Ivey, the star for the Purdue Boilermakers, he was lethal, poise, pressure, precision. The man... Jaden Ivey, along with Edie, talk about a big man. Edie and Ivey, the duo, but it was Ivey at the buzzer 
Shout out to our man Connor Mitchell. It was his birthday, but wow, a Buckeye alum. But it was Ivy who blew out the B-Day candle, taking his wish with the game-winning swish. Shout out to the Boilermakers with a clutch win at home against a feisty Buckeyes squad. And in Game 3 from the Big East Conference, a snowy Dunkin' Donuts Center in P-Town. It was the Friars versus Shaka Smart and the Golden Eagles. And Marquette had a had a lead early first half. They had a 29-23 lead at the half. Quieted the rowdy Friars crowd, who was ready to erupt. But then came the persistent Friars who chipped away into the second half as the crowd carried them. And with just 4.34 to go, took their first lead of the second half. But it was with 44 seconds to go, an emphatic slam by Nate Watson, the powerhouse of the cell, the mitochondria of that Providence squad. He put it down. Hammer time. MC hammer time from Mr. Watson gave the Friars the lead 64-62. And with just two seconds to go, heartbreak city for Justin Lewis and the Marquette Golden Eagles. He missed a bunny. And in the end, it was the Friars who keep their win streak alive. One loss. They're perched at the top of the Big East Conference. And the Golden Eagles, they fall for the first time after a seven-game win streak. So what a weekend in college hoops in our pick em. What a weekend in college hoops overall. And what is our top five AP poll? We got the Auburn Tigers number one. And how about this? It was the lunar year, the new year. And guess what? It's the year of the Tiger. Is it Auburn's time to reign supreme in college hoops? We'll find out. The rest of the top five includes the Zags, UCLA, Purdue, and Kentucky, a new member to that top five after their surprise win over the Jayhawks. And four teams that made it to the Final Four last year, Gonzaga, UCLA, Houston, and Baylor, are all in the top eight. So we got parity in college hoops, but the top teams from last season are still alive. Impressive stuff. In basketball, we now go to the NFL, and wow, divisional round, you thought that was exciting. We got you even better stuff in the AFC and NFC championship games. So we start from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. It's the Bengals versus the Chiefs, and it all started with Mahomes. The floodgates seemed to open up just like they did against Buffalo, just like they did against Pittsburgh. They started right where they left off. Three touchdowns. It was like taking candy from a baby. Chiefs off to a big-time start, but the biggest play of the game might have happened at the end of the first half as the Bengals' D clutched it, but it was also a poor decision by Mahomes. He throws it backwards to Tyreek Hill. Clock runs out, gives some hope for the Bengals. And in the second half, you got to put some name, put some respect on the name for the Bengals' D. They put on a clinic. Three points allowed in the second half in overtime. They just stopped him, forced him to a field goal in the final drive of the game. And then guess what? Josh Allen, quote, pain on his Twitter because Mahomes and the Chiefs got the coin toss. It was over. Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl yet again, third time in three years. Oh, wait. Interception. Burrow delivers McPherson 12 field goals in three games. Talk about clutch. Talk about McIce in his veins, as we said last week. This man was unbelievable. And the Bengals, somehow, someway, they win it 27-24 over the Chiefs and are going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 from SoFi. And that's where we go. 
SoFi Stadium. It's the 49ers against the Rams. The 49ers have the Rams number. Six straight. Sean McVay can't find a way to beat Kyle Shanahan. So, L.A., they trail by 10 points in the fourth quarter. Is it going to happen again? Oh, wait. Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford. Guess what they did? They connected. They delivered. Signed, sealed, delivered. Matthew Stafford of the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. They overcome a 10-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Last time they did that, Sean McVay, NFC Championship game three years ago. They go to the Super Bowl play of the Patriots. And the last time the 49ers blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Oh, wait, Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It was the Stars aligning the Rams. SoFi Stadium back-to-back games. First team in NFL history to host the NFC or AFC Championship game and then host the Super Bowl in the same stadium. So, it's going to be a crazy weekend. Two weeks from now, Sunday night, it's the Bengals. Joe Burrow. Joe Burr against Matthew Stafford and the Rams. So, you know it. We got it. Visit us on Instagram at game underscore changers underscore podcast to stay tuned with all the action. Catch up. Make your selections this week for the Pick'em coming up. College Hoops is going to be wild. So you got to be ready to go. But that's going to do it for today's episode. A quick one. We're just trying to give you the recap of the weekend. And this is Jack Fury. We'll see you next time.